You came in at just the right right time, Sam. It's that moment of uh, questioning my own life and what I'm doing with it as I sit here. Looking I came in at the right time because I'm Asian? Or... No, because it's a dull conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're coming in with a hot subject right there. Coming in hot. The, <laughs> how, do you, how do you pronounce Sudoku? What happened to us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh? And this is a... Uh, yeah, this is one of those moments where we're like, yay, excitement. So, Do we know who the president is yet? Uh, supposedly we do, but the yeah. other guy ain't admitting uh, defeat. So so same place we we were at last week. Well, we also Good. have that Emily woman who's not being any helpful for getting the transition going. True. So True. Emily Murphy, I believe her name is. Oh, wow. It's okay. If we have some sort of, you know, national security issue when, right when Biden starts, they're just going to blame it on Biden. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's, oh. that's the plan. Uh, that's why the tax cut that happened under Trump is going to be fun because uh, that is going to increase middle class taxes in 2021. Like as soon as yeah. 2021 hits, the, the middle class taxes go up. Yeah. yeah and they're going to blame, they're going to blame Biden. Biden. Um, yeah. I mean... Obama left the economy so great, and of course, Trump took credit for that when he started. So, you know, it is what it is. People don't, do. uh, the economy, people are dumb. People oh, absolutely. Dumb. It takes time. Like, people blamed Obama for the situation of unemployment when he took over office. And I'm like, because we were in a recession then, we're in a recession. We're, however, let's just be honest Republicans don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to poli- like running a country. True. At all. They just want to give their rich donors money. And... No, 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 no. They know exactly what they're doing. They just have different priorities than the American people. That's yes, it's, it's called money. Money is their only priority. But okay. We, we, we shouldn't go down this rabbit hole of fun of darkness. So, any anything positive going on over there, guys? Um, Twitter rolled out fleets today. That's fun. I saw that. That's really disturbing. Con- was really confused. I was like, "Why Wait, the what? why the fu-? basically?" There's a Twitter has they're calling them. It's called a fleet, um, and it's basically a tweet that disappears. It's ba- it's some combination of a Instagram story where it's you can you know like except that it disappears immediately. Like you can go back and watch somebody's Instagram stories more than once. This one you can only watch it see it once. So it's being compared. Is it a video? Yeah, it can be video. It can be a still. It can be, so it's it's basically it's Snapchat. That's what they're getting, sees, they're getting. No, but who sees it though? If it's just a fleeting thing, anybody, it's anybody that you follow. They can do one, and it pops up at the top. But as soon as you see it once, it's gone. So it's it's like it's Snapchat. They're just copying Snapchat. So they're making it easier for Trump to like you know say random ass thing. There's I I saw a reasoning for it. They're saying it'll make it easier for people who just want to say casual things without looking for the clout of replies or things but it also seems like it gives people you know some cover for saying something really awful and then it disappearing yeah i know that everybody always like thinks that's best case scenario when they ever do something for the internet but it always backfires because people suck yeah yeah it's the reason that we'll um uh never have an edit button for twitter yeah we we um we can't have nice things people in general Oh, we've been proving that for hundreds of years. I mean, is this going to allow people to say whatever they want to and, you know, not get called out on it and, and get canceled culture? Well, I imagine 
uh, Snapchat had a thing because in the beginning, Snapchat was uh, was also seen as a means of like sending like nudes and shit. So Snapchat had, I believe, had some sort of feature where the the person who sent the thing would be notified if you screenshot it. I don't know. I don't actually. I don't even know if that's possible, but that's what I re- remember. Mm-hmm. Um, no, right. I don't. I don't know if this is the same thing. So you, if I'm sure you have the ability to. Like I've looked at a few fleets, and I it feels so stupid even calling it that. They, they last for a few seconds, so you could easily screenshot it if somebody did something truly awful. It's just one of those. I don't know. I had no idea it was happening. I just today opened Twitter and I was like, "Why are these weird bubbles at the top of my screen? What's happening?" I don't. It's it's just so that you can make they can make more money. Like okay. they just want more more people to sign up. Oh, absolutely. More money. It's, it's something all about new. Money. Yeah. In, in, Instagram. Instagram weird, fucked the pooch too because they take... yeah they did a weird design change today that confused the fuck out of me. Like now now everything that it's at the top that used to be at the bottom. And yeah, they they happening. want their reels to take off, which is their version of. I don't know what the, f- why? It's, I don't, it's their I, vision. I, of, I don't think I have it. It's their vision of don't their update of your fleets, which they. I didn't do it on purpose. It just no. happened. Same with mine. My phone just decided to shut off, and everything got up, uploaded and upgraded. I'm like, I don't know. I was trying to upload a photo on Instagram, and I'm like, how do is, I do is this there, like, now? A new update or something that I should be. There was enough. Well, there was an overall. Well, no, this doesn't apply to you to an iPhone update because there's an iPhone update to you. I mean, there's an iPhone up, and that wouldn't apply to apps anyway. But there's an iPhone update last week that really fucked everything up. It's been like throwing my phone into chaos, Uh-oh. and I'm not, oh, I'm not I, happy about I'm it. Do, I'm updating it right now. Should I not? No, <laughs> too late. Don't. Can't. It's doing. It's. Uh, I'm sure that they may have fixed it in the no. week, and I'm sure that they probably may have had some 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 updates to fix some glitches. But it's been doing weird glitchy things where. Um, Ooh, new emojis. Oh, yeah, there are new emojis. But I was having a text conversation a few days ago, and out of nowhere, it deleted all of the responses to my text conversation. So the entire – so if I'm looking at my screen, it looked like I was talking to myself because there were no responses to it. Uh. Like, it, they just disappeared. And then I thought I was going crazy because I am crazy. Like, I have the doctor's note and everything. <laughs> um, I actually, for a split second, was like, was I talking to her? Am I making this up? And then I closed it and reopened it and her responses were back. I'm like, okay, I'm not that crazy. That, But it's it's doing weird glitches, stuff like that. Now, I'm trying to think um, back in the day. Did we always complain when things got upgraded or changed or altered? Because I just remember when just, Facebook... We're old. The, yeah, the, this is big old man energy we're, we're displaying here. The, this is big... Uh, old, old person. Old, man yells at cloud, old man yells at clouds energy we've got. But to be fair, sometimes they get too cute for their own good. Like it, I remember back when Facebook was in its prime, because um, I'd say it's well past its prime now. Uh, well, not to some people. Uh, I remember in its heyday, every time they would do like an updated design, people would just get really pissed because they're like, "Why are you futzing with it? Why are you getting cute? It was fine the way it was." Yeah. And I and I had a direct outlet to the person who was responsible for doing it because Samantha. Is good friends with him. Right. That he was that he Adam Asari, who's now is the CEO of Instagram, is her his his wife is my sister's one of her best friends from right, college. Right, right, so right. she's known them for forever. And now he's the CEO of Instagram. But back in the heyday of Facebook, he was the lead designer. So literally anytime Facebook would do something stupid, I would just Well, like, now that he's running Instagram, tell him he's effing it up again. 
Oh, well, he's been effing up for a no, while. No, but, but, it's, but it's one of those positions that they're always on the chopping block, no matter what they do. Just, I feel the, bad for um, him. And, but I don't feel bad about he, how much well, money he has. He he gets a lot of cover though from everybody. Blames Zuckerberg for everything, so it's not like very. I have not. I, although they they did like I, I forget there was some Instagram controversy. It might have been a Facebook it slash Instagram controversy like a year or two ago, and they kept making Adam go on all the shows, which is something that Zuckerberg used to do himself. And so Adam was get kind of getting thrown under the bus, but for the most part, people blame Zuckerberg. Yeah, he. Uh, well, he, he's not he a good today, human uh, being. Let's be honest. He uh, today big a big Zuckerberg news. He fell from third place to fourth place as richest man in the world. Oh, uh, who over Elon who Mu- lapped him? Elon Musk. Elon Musk jumped over him today. Oh, congratulations, Elon Musk, for being a douche hat. So, because Tesla was officially became one of part of the S and P five hundred, which made its stock soar. Yeah. So, but you know um, what? They just went launched something into space. So, I mean, more power yeah. to him. Yeah, actually, my friend's cousin was one of those uh, astronauts. Oh. Really? Let's hope that things work out well. Yeah. They, 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 they made they it to the space it. station. They made it. Yeah. So. They made it to come back. What, oh, what's, well, yeah, there's that yeah, small part there. What's strange is that, I don't know what, what I mean, the, they've sent up two, two crews, uh, a two-man crew and now a four-person crew. And in both of those crews, there was a St. Louis native. Very strange. Okay. I guess we're, do- we're doing something right. Not much else. How dare you? You're right. How dare you? Yeah, but the thing, Elon Elon Musk is. Um, I think we've talked about this before. He he gives off real big Thomas Edison vibes, where he takes credit for a lot of shit he hasn't done. Oh, absolutely. He, he has very little to do with Tesla and SpaceX. He just is the face of Tesla and SpaceX. Uh, he, he like you talk to it. you talk you talk to in the beginning. You talk to engineers from either company, and they they basically will say, "Yeah, Elon Musk can fuck off." Oh. He all he does all all he does is hurt us. He doesn't help us. Isn't that typical Edison versus Tesla? Exactly, <laughs> which is which is the irony of him naming the company Tesla when he is so much in Edison. Yeah, um, I have the prestige somewhere. I need to rewatch it. That's it, all. Is that because Edison as a company was taken as a name? Uh, I imagine. No, I think Tesla sounds a lot cooler, in my opinion. Well, and every and everybody who's familiar with the Tesla v Edison. Um, you know, back in the day, Tesla was way cooler. Well, here's the funny thing. Do you think people don't know about Edison and Tesla now? Yeah, because people are dumb. You know that. I know, but I'm like, I, I know. Used to, I used to teach school, like I, so you in know Britain. How, how many, in Britain, I like. I know, but still, they knew dumb that all over the world. Nah. I think people know both. I mean, people people associate obviously Edison with light bulbs and all the things he didn't invent but he gets credit for inventing um but tesla i think people know the name but i i I bet if you ask 10 people maybe one or two could actually tell you any any one thing that tesla actually discovered or or they're also a great band just fyi are you honestly Uh, breaking out the blu-ray of the prestige it's right behind me you know i'm sitting right behind my bookshelf it's just funny when you're, I'm like, is that the prestige case that you brought out? Because Tesla's in the prestige and he creates uh, a. It's Bowie. Uh, the, it's Bowie. Played by David. Played by David Bowie. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, I I would be remiss while we're on the subject to uh, wish a belated happy birthday yesterday to my friend Eric, of the prestige fame. Oh. Who who we mentioned a few weeks ago when he went uh, naked for Halloween. Right. Uh, so happy happy late birthday happy late birthday Eric. Oh, there you go. 
Happy I hope birthday. He's, I hope he's breaking out the prestige somewhere, but hopefully not to an unsuspecting crowd. I, I forgot seen... I forgot Scarlett Johansson in this movie. I'm not a big fan of hers. Yeah, wasn't it uh, who? Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. Yeah. I know Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, and David Bowie. Who were, weren't there two women? I can't remember who the other one was. Lesser. She's not credited. She's not credited on the thingy, but I I think I want to say is it Rebecca? Yeah, Hall? Rebecca, no. Hall. Rebecca Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From uh, the town. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I that's what her. I thought. I do too. I, that's what I thought it was. I, I, I no, but, know, but, but that's the thing, like. This is such a this was such a big movie and everything and people kind of forgot about it. But oh, I, that one! I love it. I love. I think it's. Yeah. I I'm a huge fan of that one. I, I even like the because uh, the, the Illusionist came out the illusion. same yeah. time. Yeah, and See, this is the better of it of of both movies. I agree, and but I, I don't dislike the... the Illusionist though. I still enjoy. Yeah. It. I just don't think Jessica Biel was cr- casted correctly in that one. Yeah, I think her 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 range is 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 very limited. I mean, I I, I haven't seen the sinner. I, I hear the sinner is great, but it's just not my her, type of show. But. Uh, Jessica Biel's range is basically the movie Summer Catch. That's her range. That's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the, her her floor and ceiling of her acting range is the classic Freddie Prinze Jr. movie Summer Catch. She doesn't really need to. I mean, she's married to someone really rich too, and she's rich. Like they're fine. Yeah. Well, they've had their issues. Don't all couples though? True. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because just to touch on the fact that like, yes, I say I say it very like oftenly that everyone's dumb, but like we have so much ability and 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 capabilities of getting information now that there people should know more, but they actually know less, which drives me crazy. Because back when you know we had encyclopedias and growing up, where we actually like would have bar fights because we didn't know the actual answers to things and we would just always like argue not like fight fight well, not like fist fights but like uh, you know how like you would always have the banter at bars and you're just like no i don't know yeah. like there's always you know wagers and whatnot and i think it's that's that's all gone because you can look it up now but the fact that we have all this information you would think that people would be smarter but they're not they're actually dumber because they just don't remember anything anymore because they can look it up and uh the art of the the problem the art of the bullshitter is over and done with yeah true people still get people still get duped though there's a lot of gullible people out there yeah but do do, do you remember what sam when um door-to-door encyclopedia salesmen were a thing like when pendulette when pendulette sold joey the uh only the volume v of the encyclopedia so he 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 only knew he only knew new things that started with letter v no no but remember we remember encarta you guys used yeah. to have Encarta, oh, yeah. yeah. So that was like the digitized version. So that was like a really big deal, um, and it was expensive. But yeah, no, I um, I think that now that we have, I mean, the thing is, is like discerning whether or not. I mean, that's the whole thing with fake news, right? Discerning what what's true and what's not is another issue. So well, that was a problem with Wikipedia for a long time. But Wikipedia, I feel like, has done a lot better job of clamping oh, down yeah. on the. So like now, I feel like it's far more. I don't know if you can I, like I don't know if high school students right now could source could at, at Wikipedia as an actual source, but it's not like the Wild West that it used to be, where anybody could edit anything they wanted. I don't think. No, I, don't I think know. they have. I mean, I think that they let you do it, but they always like, they will always check and change it back if it's wrong. Was there like a, a like a grace period? Because I think that people have done it to like pull pranks on like their celebrity friends and stuff like that. Yes. But there's certain people that that will just automatically are blocked. Like the people that get that that has it happened to them way more frequently than others, like Jennifer Aniston or you know other people. Um, 
I was listening on a podcast and they're saying that they like um, they're really good friends with Justin Theroux and they keep changing and, and for his birthday they changed something on his I think Jimmy Kimmel or one of the guys from Smartless like like Jason Bateman or one of those guys because they're all good friends they changed something on his Wikipedia for a while and then for that day and they're like happy birthday check out your wiki and it was something <laughs> it was something about like he cries every time he orgasms or something. <laughs> Well, they they also always do funny things. It gets changed back, but yeah. it's funny. They do funny things like if 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 somebody like a, a sports team, like if somebody does like a you know the if if one team like totally destroys another team in a game, somebody will go on the wiki for the the team that lost and and change the name of their owner to the team that just beat them. Like stupid things like that. That yeah, that people do and they don't last very long. But they're but funny. It, they're funny. For they're the always funny. Um, so did you guys make your list of uh, best soundtracks or was I the only one that did, did homework this week? I, I believe you're the only one that did homework this week, but wow. I, can, I, can, I can, I can go off the fly on this one. I, were we supposed to submit it somewhere? Like I have a list, but it's not like, it's not like top 10 or anything. It's just like, a, no, I didn't, I didn't, list. I just, I didn't make them in order. I was just, uh, jotting down some names. I had some things in mind that I, that I owned. So that they were always good that way. So you you want to just break into the soundtracks, Nate? Well, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say like, do we just throw out one? Yeah, I think I think throwing throw them out, out would be okay. fine. That's good. That's good. Go one okay, at a time. So, so then, Nate, you bring it up so you get going first. Um, well, I'll just start with the one that um, I listed last week, Empire Records. Okay. I was look Empire Records. And remember, I was because you know this all started from us talking about '90s bands last week. So I. Um, uh, I looked up and I just remember, and I realized that half the bands I was naming were in Empire Records. But now that I'm actually looking at the Empire Records soundtrack, it's even worse than I thought. Like in terms of just not like <laughs> just me listing off the bands that are on this are. I mean, it's just straight up '90s nostalgia. It's there's a, there's a, there's the Gin Blossoms, the Cranberries, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Better Than Ezra, Cracker. Um, yeah. Sounds about uh, right. Sponge. There has uh, to have been a, a Guar song on there. There, um, there, there definitely is a Guar song on the there. The Guar not, song was not the on Guar the soundtrack, song, though. Guar song is not on the soundtrack, but uh, it was used in the, the movie. The one used in the movie was Saddam Agogo by right. Guar. Uh, Guar's great. Yeah, shockingly, actually, there's a number of songs that were it, notably in the movie that were not on the actual soundtrack they sold. Like, I'm sure there's licensing issues. Yeah, that's usually things. what it comes to. But like to. one of the more memorable songs from the movie is Video Killed the Radio Star. That's not on the soundtrack. Uh, Money. Well, they, that, they played a lot. They played a lot of music. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a movie about a record store. A record store. Yeah, that's, that's a little unfair. Yeah, there are a lot. The one that really annoys me is that um, I and I own the soundtrack. The song at the very that played at the very end uh, by Coyote Shivers uh, with Renee Zellweger when they're standing uh-huh. up on the yeah, it's called Sugar High. Yeah. The, in the movie, Renee Zellweger sings the, yeah. with the song with Coyote Shivers. That's the whole point. That's but the, the point. version that's on the th- soundtrack is the studio version that's just Coyote Shivers. No, uh, Renee Zellweger. That's fine. And it's that's actually fine. not a, it's not a good song without her. She's actually I I assume that was really her singing because I've seen her singing before. Um, it, that was, that, that was a great scene, but you're right. It is, it is that it, Empire Records is a little unfair because there literally was music playing the entire movie because they worked in a record store. Okay. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam, that, Sam, Sam's bringing out the big guns. Sure. Sure. Purple rain. I have it on vinyl. Good that she uh, did because that was going to be coming out 
get, best to get the Eventually. good ones out of the way, Sam. Yes, so I have I have the album, and I think that for a song that doesn't have like a, a soundtrack compilation, like they actually made this soundtrack for yep. the movie, it's one of the best. Like I love, you know, obviously like Force, like I mean, we'll go, we'll probably get into this like Force Gump, but those are all just like compilations. Like this was legit made for the movie, and you gotta love Morrissey in the time. Oh, there was. Well, I was gonna say uh, my. Um... Like a, not a dis- disclaimer, but I was going to say something that when compa- when considering soundtracks, I was going to say you, you can't. It's not really fair to include musicals, but Purple Rain is not a musical. But like you know, if we're doing, you know, a, a movie where literally the whole thing is singing, that doesn't really count as much. But Purple Rain is not. You're right. right. Purple Rain somehow took all these songs that are now well known, but were not known at the time. So that's actually that, that might be the perfect soundtrack. I think. You're possibly correct there, for because I mean those are all hits now, but they they came from the movie. Like you know, right. I, it's yeah. I okay, you win. Let's okay. Well, we'll move on. It's you not win. a competition. It's not no, a competition. Because no, no, no. uh, okay, Hugh, what what do you got? Okay, so I was looking at this as more of like my childhood and what, what, what introduced right. me to a lot of music, and one of the soundtracks my family bought years ago was Cocktail. Ooh. Interesting. It, it, was it because of Kokomo? You uh, just liked Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Kokomo. Like there is Kokomo was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the Hippie Hippie Shake. Uh, yeah. All shook up by Rye Cooter. You wouldn't remember that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, classic Tutti Frutti. Can't go wrong. Don't worry, be happy. Was on yeah. that one. So there was just some. Oh, what is it? Uh, powerful stuff. Wild again. Jefferson Starship. Oh, Jefferson Starship. So, honorable mention, man again, right? But yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, to me absolutely. it was just like a. It was a. You know, I can. You put that soundtrack on, I could sing the whole thing. I guarantee you. Well, you know what's um, like. What I same purple rain and same with like you just named a couple songs. I think when you when you're talking about a truly great soundtrack is when you mention the name of a song from from some like and I can and I'm like I know the exact scene in that movie. Yeah, like like hippie hippie shake. I know exactly where that was. It was when they were bartending in that yeah that big bar. Um, I. I don't even remember. Was Kokomo even used in the movie? Or it was. Was it, it the, was. It was the transition from New York to the Jamaica. To the island. To the yeah. islands. But like my, um, you know, like like Empire Records. Any of those songs, I know the. I remember the exact scene that it happened. Uh, the 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 next one that I would throw out um, that I love. It's probably my favorite soundtrack. Is Garden State. That's yep. Which, oh yeah. Which yeah. which, which uh, not. Uh, Zach Zach Braff is just I mean love him or hate him and people people really have this weird hatred of Zach Braff which I don't really understand. I get it. I, why <laughs> I don't I don't he he seems fine. It's um, just he's he can come off fairly smug. Do you see? Do you oh see? yeah, no smug, definitely smug for and, sure. And like where where it really comes down to is uh, the fundraising, like how he used. You know, I get okay. That, okay, I'm I'm just jealous that he could do it. That's more what it comes down to. I know I gave Sam, money for wish you were there. Yeah, yeah. I gave the, money. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I, I legit gave some of my money. Me and Josh both did. We got a T-shirt and we got a mention like on the credits. It yeah, was amazing. I thought it was cool. Oh no, I get that, but I just like it, there's just something to it where I'm like, 
you can go get people to I I get it more now than when it happened. I well he's and he's explained it a lot like well people there was a lot of misconceptions. So yeah, if anybody doesn't remember, he made Garden State and then Wish You Were Here was his second feature oh. film that he wrote and directed. Right. Like he he'd been in other movies. Um but yeah, he did a crowdfunding to to finance it which because he 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 didn't want to go through, and Hugh, you you know this better than anybody. I mean, he didn't want to go through. If you go through a studio or somebody, they're they're probably going to change a lot of stuff. Oh, absolutely. So he, but people were very offended, or people were not offended, but there's a lot of pearl clutching, being like, "Why is this? Why is this rich guy taking people's money to make a movie?" And like Sam just said, you people voluntarily gave the oh, money. Oh no, because, I get it. I... Because they basically anybody that loved Garden State was like, "Oh, is this going to be like another Garden State?" Because I'd watch that. I know how hard it is to make to get financing for an independent film. Like I, I didn't not personally, but I just have a lot of friends that work in the independent film circuit. It's really hard. Yeah. So I get I get where he's coming from. He wanted artistic, um, Creat- basically control. creativity. He wanted yeah. control. Yeah. Good, good for him. Yeah. No. 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 I, I'm like, and I, this is was, more of the time. That's why I was saying I can understand where it comes off and like why, and you know, hey, listen, the guy can pick fucking music. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, I was gonna say honorable mention. Uh, Wish you were here. Soundtrack is fantastic. Um, the uh, but and, and just one last, uh, you know, oh. getting back to the controversy is that a lot of people also just uh, really assumed that they thought they knew how much money Zach Braff has. Like they've mentioned on the Scrubs podcast many times, they did not get. They had sh- real shitty deals when it came to syndication. Like they, those guys did not become super rich off of Scrubs. Mm. So like he's he you know that was just another thing is people were like why is Rich Zach Braff not spending his own money on a movie which and it, nobody spends their own money making their movie unless no, they have it, to unless they have to what was the one movie uh, what's his face Max every credit card he had it was like Comet something Comet Meteor Man Meteor Man with Robert Townsend uh, was Robert Townsend in that. I just well, remember. my fa- not to get too far off subject, but my favorite um, like story ever about somebody financing their own movie is Robert Rodriguez with um, yeah, so um, that's one Robert, yeah, yeah, with uh, what was the oh shit? Why am I drawing a blank? It was um, Death Till Dawn. I don't know which which movie. No, it was his movie. His movie before the movie made before Desperado. Desperado was the the oh the, uh, mariachi. unofficial El Mariachi. Yeah, uh, Robert Rodriguez made that for about a thousand dollars. And he wrote a movie. He wrote a book about it. It was called like Renegades and something else, something. Good and like, and like, he made that on such a low budget that, like, he there were his his crane shots were him standing on a ladder. His dolly shots were him being pushed on a wheelchair, while while holding the camera. And it, it's a if you go back and watch El Mariachi, it's a very low budget movie, and you could. But it's very well done, low budget movie. Yeah. And and then it, it did you know it was so well received. He got all the money in the world going forward. But it was um yeah. So I've, I've taken this way off topic because there's nothing to do with soundtrack. So my turn. Um, I only choose this because it's like all '80s, um, and I love the movie. But the Wedding Singer. That's oh, a, classic. Yeah, classic. It's just so I, good. But again, yeah. almost kind of similar to. It's a compilation, yeah. No, no, but, but I was going to say it's even more similar to Empire Records, like you said, where because he's a musician who plays weddings, of course he's going to play like big hit '80s songs course. that we love, which is a good thing. 
Although the, I mean, my favorite performance, of course, is Alexis Arquette doing. Yeah. Call, doing do, was do you really want to hurt me? Like over and over and over again. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> no, but it's just um, it's it's such a good like new waveish, like and, yeah. and and like also pop eighties, um, soundtrack that is just I don't know for me it just reminds me a lot of the you know, good old times when I was young and I used to listen to. Um, all that stuff growing up. Well, and, and it has two me- two good memories. That's one was that was the the song the music from that, but also going to see that movie itself. I believe that came out our senior year of high school. So yeah. like I remember going to see that in the theater as well. So that was fun on multiple levels. You're all right, Sam. Sam's shoot, shoot, you're, you're hitting a thousand right now. Well, I mean, your your guys' choices are good too. Yes, Hughes kind of sucked. There's a whole, I mean, there's a whole bunch of soundtracks. There's so many soundtracks, though. This is this is the thing. Like, I could just list a whole bunch just off the top of my head. You know, like Reality Bites, Forrest Gump, um, Singles, uh, Pretty in Pink. Um, there's a lot of 80s and 90s in yeah. there. I mean, you that's know, um, Clueless, of course. Oh. Clueless was. I'm looking. I'm actually that was on my list. I'm looking at. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to skip you. Um, right. But like the Clueless again, one of those things where. You know, you look at the uh, you look at the list, and you're like, I remember where that was in this movie. I remember that was in the movie, right? And like Footloose, um, Lost in Translation is an honorable mention, even though I hate. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not a big Scarlett Johansson fan, but that's her best movie, in my opinion. I love Lost in Translation because yeah. they go, the music's great, and they go karaoke, which is fun. They have a couple yeah. songs from the karaoke because um, they, they put in Roxy music, which I, I feel like is super underrated. Well, um, Sofia Coppola's uh, across the board. Her movies, like hell, even um, Marie Antoinette had a had a great soundtrack. And you know, she, I mean, obviously, she was doing a period piece with current music, but right. it was like that soundtrack was insane. Yeah, and then and then there's like you know the ones that I just go to all the time, like The Big Chill, just because it has a great compilation of Motown yeah. music. Yeah. Um, not that not that great of a movie. It's okay. It's a it's a decent movie. It's not the best. Um. Train spotting is great. Sure. Um, Born Slippy is like still one of my favorite songs of all time. That popped up on my. Uh, I, I, I lately I've gotten into a um, where I just do an overall um, like every song on my iTunes. I'll just do a um, random like so not not specific playlist. So it's between like ten thousand songs. And Born Slippy came up the other day. I hadn't heard that song in years. That's a, so good. That song still slaps. That is a good song. Yeah. Um, and then there's, and then there's like you know, um, in 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 tune with like, uh, Prince, uh, not Prince, but Purple Rain, but like Once is a great movie yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Um, what an good. Oscar, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, like continue with like with the '90s, there's like singles, and there's. Well, again, much like Sofia Coppola, every Cam because Cameron Crowe's background is in music. Right, like all of every even almost famous, yeah, almost famous. Elizabeth, even his bad movies had like Elizabeth Town was a shitty movie, but it had a great soundtrack. I still haven't seen it. Okay, don't Sam, if you're a Cameron Crow fan, don't. That's what I heard. That's why I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 1984 Repo Man soundtrack. Oh, dude! Wow, that is uh, a <laughs> that it is back. so uh, the Emilio Estevez classic. It is oh, a you know classic. what else is good? What was surprising was Guardians of the Galaxy because the entire oh yeah, movie yeah. Was, is about the soundtrack. Yeah, that was yes. Both 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 uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one and two had amazing um, amazing soundtracks. And, um, oh, and like emo emo high school Sam loved the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. 
Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Garbage, dude. Funny you should so say good. that, Sam, because uh, Desiree's kissing you just popped up on my phone, too. Yeah. Good uh, song. The scene when they're looking at each other through the uh, through the um, the fish tank. Oh, uh, tears! You don't like that movie? Tears, like, uh, goosebumps, just, goosebumps. It's a good soundtrack, though. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. You know, you know what isn't a, that great of a soundtrack, but is pumped up to being a good soundtrack is "Dazed and Confused." I don't even yeah. remember. I don't remember that soundtrack at all. To be honest, it, it wasn't very. It, you know, of the compilation like of the, just, it wasn't that good of. You know, it just wasn't that great of a soundtrack for what you expected to be a good soundtrack. Like, they couldn't get the rights to certain songs. It's like, I will always say this, The Departed soundtrack is one of the better soundtracks, but it could have been better had it had a couple of the other songs in there that they couldn't license. The, the, Dropkick Murphys is the only song I remember from The Departed. Um, there is... <laughs> okay, Van Morrison, Comfortably Numb Ooh, is a great song yeah and... um, well sam now i just said because i got romeo and juliet on the brain all i can think of is remember that song young hearts roam free yes such a and good I, song yeah and i can i can remember that exact scene in the movie damn it now i just got but you know uh, you, you seem to watch it i actually have it on vhs if you want it um <laughs> um but another honorable mention is boogie nights boogie nights boogie nights yeah you know what and i, I um well, I don't know why I was just thinking it, but I, it just popped in my head because maybe Salma Hayek, Desperado, my my brain works in a weird way. 54. Remember the movie 54? 54, yeah. That yeah. was a really not a good movie. No. But it had, it had, not only did it, it had a double disc soundtrack. Like, it had, because, you know, it was about Studio 54, so it's all the great, like, disco hits. But the movie, really not good. Soundtrack, really, really good. Um, my, my next offering was really, um, um, thinking outside the box. Um, the Robin Hood men, uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves soundtrack. That's a solid one. Well, like no, 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 Sam. It has two things. First off, it has a score and songs on it. The score for Robin Hood Prince of Thieves slaps like hell. You, it does. Tell me you, tell me you don't listen to the, to the main theme of that movie and be like, and get goosebumps. That's the, the Robin Hood theme by Michael Kamen. Awesome. I, I don't and, get goosebumps, but they And it sure. also had Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For yeah, You. Yeah, which so is it was awesome. A... I mean, if you think about, like, movies that have that one song, like The Graduate, right? Like, yeah. there's, it's not a soundtrack, but there's that one song that you think of, and then you're like, you think of that movie. Is that, that's Everything I Do, well, I Do that, For You. Well, no, actually, Graduate's a good yeah. example. That's a, that is a good one, Sam, because The Graduate had a ton of Simon Garfunkel yeah. in it. Like, but everybody like it's remembers known, Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Ro well, no, I, I, the thing that I remember it more is the opening sequence of The Graduate with Sounds of Silence. Oh, yeah. Um, the um, But, oh, um, Quentin Tarantino had a, had a streak with Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, oh, he always and has... all those, all those music. It's not like the entire soundtrack, but obviously memorable songs. Every time I hear Stuck in the Middle, I think of Reservoir yeah, Dogs. That, yeah, yeah. That is, I mean, that is a, that is a song that has... I'm sure who I, I think the, uh, the the something wheels was the band that wrote stuck in the middle with you is like the spinning wheels or the something wheels. Um, I'm sure that they've done very well from that song from the movie, but I don't, I mean, I, I can't even, are there, how many songs can you think of? This is a completely different subject. Like a song where you absolutely associate it with one very specific thing. You can't listen to that song without thinking of that scene. Like it's impossible. 
Right. Well, I mean, like, Whitney Houston, but yeah. Um, same with, um, yeah, okay, that's true. But getting back to the Boogie Nights soundtrack, that's how I feel about Sister Christian by Night oh, Ranger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's the scene in Boogie Nights was one of the most, like, like finger, you know, like it was, um, it really freaked you out. Like when that, that weird guy in the background had the firecrackers. The and and the, the, yeah. You know, and Thomas Jane is just th- cracked out. And... Same thing with how Layla was used in uh, Goodfellas. Uh, Layla, like, you know. Oh no! It was Tears in Heaven. I was thinking of uh, Damaged, or that no, that was from um, um... Damage, right? Oh shit! No, it was the Jason Patrick. Yeah, Jason, Jennifer Jason Lee. No, it was called um, oh, Rush. 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 That's right. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, what yeah. think? Yeah. Sorry, Damage is a different um, movie. But yeah, the. Um... There's so many. I mean, it's great. Like, I mean, but like, like you said, there's like those types of movies that are like rom coms that are just made for soundtracks like high fidelity yeah i was gonna say high fidelity was on my list yeah but it's like like all those types of movies that we watched growing up like those all have great soundtracks they just they just have yeah yeah, i I guess it's it's kind of part of it i guess it's unfair the same with empire records like something high high fidelity anything that's any movie that's based in a record store and um um pretty in pink falls in the same way like so many of the great songs in pretty in pink took place in the record store so it's that seems a little unfair well, Sam, if we're just do- if we're doing soundtracks to get it like honorable mention for having one hit song, then I um I would like to put forth the Disney movie Three Musketeers because it had Sting, Rod Stewart. What was it Sting, Rod Stewart, and Brian Adams all for one? Yep, such a good song, yeah, awesome song, it, yep. awesome karaoke song. If it, but there are very few karaoke songs that are like um, trios. W- what trio i'm trying to think it's, it's a duet and it's a is it called it's not called a trio is it yeah duet and a trio yeah well no because it's a duo duo is a group and a trio is a group but a duet is a song sung with two people what is a song sung with three people a triet um that's i don't Hanson. know it's called hansen oh oh yeah <laughs> well, let's not go there let's not go yeah. there okay yeah, that, yeah. Um, um honorable another honorable mention it's just because it's, it's one of my favorite movies is eternal sunset and spotless mind so i know a lot of people probably don't know, even know the soundtrack but because i watch the movie so much he's, and i love it it's a good he's a, he's another um uh like the, the other directors michelle gondry who has he and um spike jones because they their background is in music their their, yep. their stuff has always has good music um, I, I love all their music videos. Yeah. Okay. But um, but there's there's so many. I mean, there's we can go on. I guess okay. we can talk uh, about this the entire time. Soundtrack Philadelphia. Good. That is really yes. good. Streets of Philadelphia. It, written it had for two, it. had had two songs in it. It also had Neil Young's Philadelphia, which yeah. was a great song. Um. And 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 it, also, you know, just to the, do the whole Springsteen thing with Jerry Maguire. That was a big hit yes. during that time. Se- Se- Secret, Secret Garden. Gardens. And yeah. then, um, I, oh, another one came to me. Oh, Good Will Hunting had a good soundtrack. Too. It did, it did, indeed. The, um, I'm waiting for he- Good Will Hunting 2, Hunting Season, oh, but whatever. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for my, my next go about, but I completely forgot about... Well, album. I was going to... Uh, Hugh, getting back to uh, Philadelphia, because I, I have that soundtrack, too. Um they, there was a great cover on it from another great 90s band, the Spin Doctors. Yep. The cover in the, on Philadelphia is they did a cover of Creedence Clearwater's Have You Ever Seen the Rain, um, right. which was very good. Like the Spin Doctors and the Spin Doctors also on the Clueless soundtrack. Yes. Uh, with Two Princes. Oh. Uh, 
another another nineties nineties jam. Oh, sorry. But and, what were you... um, go ahead, Hugh, because I know that you're you're gonna. Oh no 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 no! I'll, I'll wait. I I think I don't. I think my I believe that this soundtrack will make it through the cycle, and I'll be able to get it back. Okay. Um. I I wanted to also mention the crow because I was obsessed with it when I was in high school. Very very goth. Very yeah. Yes, that was that was when I was going to run into no face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate, yeah, what, what, what do you have? Do you have any any more left that haven't been named? Uh, well, we Sam. I mean, we 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 mentioned it last week again when I was just getting in, onto my '90s kick. But uh, so I married an axe murder. Oh, great yeah. soundtrack. Great. Not only does it have a great soundtrack, it has two songs in it that are the same song by two different. But the, the two bands played the same song. The song is "There She Goes." The movie opens with one version played by, um, performed by the Boo Radleys. Right. And then the, the credits are the other version of There She Goes played by the Laws. But then, oh no, I'm sorry, Two Princes by Spin Doctors with So I Married an Axe Murder, not Clueless. But Sam, the, the greatest thing, the greatest song that's on the So I Married an Axe Murder soundtrack is Saturday Night by Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Because because all I can think of is Mike Myers playing his Scottish father doing singing Saturday Night. S A T U R D A Y in a Scottish accent. Yeah. Sadly, sadly, there is there is no version of him singing "I'm Too Sexy" at the wedding. When the if you want your body, if you want my body, and you think I'm sexy, very different song. Yeah, and then the bagpiper collapses. Bagpiper collapses. We've got a piper down. That's an awful, awful, awful accent. But, yeah. Um, so mine was no but, better. Uh, let me see. The other one um, is, what's the George Clooney in jail? Uh, oh, out of folk sight. Music. No. Out of sight? No, folk oh, music. Oh, oh, oh Brother, where art thou? Oh, oh Brother, where art thou? And that was a cool one just because it, it was just a Soggy uh, bottom blue. Boys. Like, and it was like, yeah, blue. It, in the same way we talked about last week about how um, – uh, uh, swingers brought back, you know, it, was, it wasn't the only thing, but it helped to bring back swing music like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy and the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Like for a while after Oh Brother Where Art Thou, like bluegrass got a big bump in popularity. It did indeed. Okay. Also, like like Final Tap, I forgot. Oh, this yeah, that's another yes. That, they're on my list. All right, I, you, you I, do what and I was correct. You guys did not list this one, and I'm not shocked, but somewhat surprised. But the Top Gun soundtrack. Kenny Loggins, all I have to ooh, say. Ooh. That that that's that's the, that's one of the ones where like the one song defines the movie. Like uh, the and, one like, song. Sam, Sam, how dare you? The how one you? song. How dare, how dare take, you? There's, there's, take, listen to the soundtrack in forever. I don't want Top Gun. Take my breath away. Yes. Okay. There is yeah. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Yeah. There is the, no, the, the the what the doing it for the boys. What not doing it for the boys? But what's the Kenny Loggins song that plays during the volleyball scene? Um. Uh, sitting Top on a dock in the bay, uh, uh, playing with the boys. Playing with the boys. Do it for the boys was on the Footloose soundtrack. Let's hear it for the boys. Yes. Um, yeah. I I am still bitter. Um, I don't know. I think Sam, you were with me, probably because it was that we went. To, it was at the Halloween, the West Hollywood, West Hollywood Halloween Carnival that we discussed a few weeks ago. The big parade. Um, like we might have been in college right after college and. You know, they had all the stages where all the different – they had different musical acts. And they could never get anybody that, that was that big. It was usually right. nostalgia acts. But Berlin performed one year. And we stood there and watched Berlin <laughs> perform 
they didn't fucking play take my breath away why would they that's their (laughs) i know (laughs) that's their song the the nerve the 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 balls that you need to to be a nostalgia act like that they had berlin had two songs they had take my breath away and they had metro um if you, most people might not even know Metro by name, but if you heard it, you know the song. But "Take My Breath Away" is their song. Could you the gall on them to perform and not play that? Well, also, I mean, along the lines of Pop Gun, I guess like the girl version of Pop Gun, which is Dirty Dancing. Um, oh, that's a that's a good one. It's a good soundtrack. one too. Yeah, because, uh, I haven't seen well, Pop Gun since I've I've watched it when I was a kid. Like, I just it's not a movie that I care to watch again. I don't know. It's okay. Whatever it's I get, I remember thing, what I happened, you know. But when it comes to like indie soundtracks, like I have a whole list of indie soundtracks too. So there's 500 Days of Summer, which okay. is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Juno has a good one. Yeah. Okay. What, and, whatever. What happened to what's her name? The one who wrote um, who, Diablo uh, Cody. Yeah. Whatever happened to she's, her? She's she's still working. She's been. She 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 was she wrote like a a show. I think. Yeah. She was like a supernova after Juno, and then she, and then she, I, she. What was the the Jennifer movie, the horror Jen, movie she uh, did? Jennifer's with, Body. She did, she wrote Jen, Young Adult. She wrote Tully, Jennifer's Body. Uh, she's been busy. She's still. But she like blew up after Juno, but then you know, kind of, I guess, came back, came back down to the ground. She hasn't done anything well, since I mean, 2018. It's like the sophomore curse, right? Like you, you hit it big your first time around, and then it's like. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, I think she was a creator of the it? United States of Terra. I remember that. I do remember her doing that. And the, the what was the um, the the Charlize Theron one? A, a young adult? Is that yeah? The one? That's young adult. Yeah, that was actually a really good movie. It didn't get as it didn't get as much play as Gina. Oh, but I it saw was a that very, one. It was good, very good movie. It was disturbing. It was yeah. a merger of my sisters in a, one character. And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is this?" And I was I remember being on a date and like we came I came out of it and I was like a little bit. A, a gas and uh they're like are you okay i'm like yeah that was just yeah. really weird it was weird it's almost <laughs> as weird as going to see shame on a date oh why she wanted why? to go see it the girl not because cool. she, she, she because she, she wanted oh not shame uh what's the what's the one with um oh the guy who plays magneto um, Fastbender. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that shame? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Yeah. I'm thinking of Doubt. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was. Gonna, yeah. I was. I, I was just about to make the joke. Was it because she wanted to see the full Fastbender? Because, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think she did want to see the full Fastbender. Frontal, full Fastbender is impressive. I'll say yeah, that much. Of it is. Um, well, I think I've mentioned this before. My parents went and saw uh, Clockwork Orange on a date. Yeah. That is not a date movie. No. There are certain not movies that aren't date, date movies, movie. and I'll tell you. I still haven't watched that movie with Josh, and he loves it. Also, um, w- yeah, I still have anyone. So, Baby Driver is a good uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Baby Driver is a great, and again, that's another one where music played such a big part because that's like all he did was listen to music. Yes, and Little Miss Sunshine, and uh, I really like the Drive soundtrack with uh, Ryan. Yeah, Gosling. that's a good one. Oh, it, it had that great, that one great song. Um, college name escapes me by College. Is that what it was? I, I yeah. Um. Oh. The, well, as, uh, two that are very of their time is um, Go had an awesome soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but even more of its time that seems very dated now was uh, Hackers. Because, ha- like, EDM wasn't really big yet. They did, like, it was, like, kind of becoming big. But the Hackers soundtrack had, like, all of the really, like, it still holds up. Like, I, I have that soundtrack. It, 
you know, it had a lot of Chemical Brothers, a lot of. Um, I, I did have Underworld, right. Orbital. Um, I think the it held up more think, in Europe than it did in the U.S. Kind of thing. Like yeah, it does, right. but like those people, like that that was huge back then in Europe. Yeah, like the, all that kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the like the Prodigy had a few good songs on it. And the Prodigy didn't make it he- big here for another several years, but yeah, it was that was a good soundtrack. Yeah, and 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 also like I forgot to to, to mention the Lion King because it's you know it's, a, it's an is animated a, movie. Is that a musical really- though? That's yeah, cool. I know, but it's so good. Like, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, all the Disney movies were. Yeah, well, a lot of them good. I, I'm still obsessed with Moana. Um, it's a great, it's a great Brooklyn, Brooklyn, when Brooklyn was going through his Moana phase, like, uh, what is that, like five years ago? Four, five, four or five years ago? I don't remember when that came Something out. Something like that. Um, like, so, he was watching it nonstop, and Samantha's like, "What, Nate? Why don't you sit down and watch it with them? You might like it." And I don't, I don't like. And Sam knows this. I don't really like animation, animated movies. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I more. don't really. I don't have a reason for not liking them. I respect the work that goes into them. I just don't like them as much as live action. And I was like, fine. Begrudgingly sat down and watched Moana. I became obsessed with Moana. I love that movie. Right. Oh, oh, that thing you do. Which nope. doesn't really count because you know it is a musical movie. Um, and then you know, going back to the the songs that are basically like one hit wonders, and not like you just think of that movie is um, Seal, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, the Batman Three that also had a U two song Batman on. Forever. Yeah, uh, was it Batman? Hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me. That was, yeah. that was Batman. It was Batman Forever. Was the one with Kiss from a Rose. Um, yeah, and, and that had a U two um, song. That was a good like. For... That was a good. That was it good. also had it also had a great uh, that Smashing Pumpkins song like the end is the beginning is the end. Yeah, that, that was in that as well. And then there's also Cruel Intentions for yeah the last the end song. Not gonna no, no spoiler alert, but you know things happen at the end. Um, but what is, there was another movie that I was thinking of where I'm like, oh yeah, Armageddon, the one hit song, the one uh, song. What um well if, I mean I don't then, want to miss a thing. What a and Titanic. Well, I was gonna say you can't forget Titanic. Yeah. Because that whole movie, the whole movie of Titanic was that one song. Because the rest of the movie was just the instrumental version of "My Heart Will Go On." Oh, okay. I have one more. Okay. Uh, and this is purely because Stan Bush has two songs on it, and that is the Transformers animated movie soundtrack. Oh. Wow. And- oh. Um. We didn't mention Wayne's World, huh? No, but yeah, um, it's so good. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, wait. If we're, if we're okay, this is a new thing. If we're doing one movie soundtracks that are only good for one song. Oh no, it's got two uh, songs. It's got two. Well, yeah, Wayne's World. No, 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 no. But but you're talking about but we're talking about ones like Titanic, where you only know the one song. Uh, I nominate Termi- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze oh. with v- Vanilla Ice's Ninja Rap. Ninja, and, ninja, and then rap, also, go ninja, also, go also, ninja, go. also um, the Adams Family with MC Hammer's Adams Family rap. The was that from the first one or the second, second one? one? It's the I second still, one. I still remember. Oh, and, and, I worked, and on our I, own for Ghostbusters too. I Bobby Brown. Oh yes, that's good. I the reason I know this is because I know the man who produced that song and has the Razzie for that song of for Till which it, for which one uh, for. Uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Like I still, it's that won a Razzie for worst song, as well as Rolling with My Homies from Clueless won a Razzie. Same guy. How dare they? How dare they? Same same guy won two Razzies for those songs. 
what is it was they do what they want to do say what they want to say live how they want to live play how they want to play dance and they want to dance something and kick something and something trance the adams family yeah i remember that song oh god yeah so yeah it, i just had flashbacks from when i first moved out here to work and i was like i knew uh this guy told me the clueless story several times about how he found the script in a garbage and picked it up and gave it to his boss when he was an assistant. He got to write Rolling with the Homies, put it in this, you know, and then that went a Razzie. And then I uh, found out that he did, uh, the, his name was Ralph Saul. So it was like, he did also the, uh, the two, like the MC Hammer. So the, see now Rolling with the Homies, oh, yes, agreed. Not a good song, but not only is it such a memorable scene from the movie, I defy you to even think about the song rolling with the homies without doing the hand motion rolling with the homies that, that, that Elton and, um, uh, why am I drawing? What was her name? Brittany Murphy. Hi. Ty. Ty. That was, yeah, that was way harsh. Ty. Yes. Classic. No, no, I, I feel like, you know, um, by the way, a lot of the one hit wonder songs, I think that there's just so many in the nineties alone. Oh yeah. I can't even, I can't even think of any like right now. I, I, what was that say? I feel like soundtracks are different now. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's the, not... the year twenty twenty. I mean, you know, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse actually had a decent soundtrack because my daughter loves it. It's, oh no, and, like, a good Post, Mal- Post Malone's on it, and I'm like, great. Now we're listening to Post Malone. <laughs> um, and uh, Black Panther had a good soundtrack because yeah. Black they, Panther because like, yeah, they went out of their way to, to to get a good soundtrack basically, and because of Kendrick. Yeah. No, I mean, but there's a lot of a lot of movies don't really. I mean, besides Guardians, I mean, Guardians Two had a decent soundtrack too, for I, obvious reasons. I think that's partially because you can get all the songs on iTunes now or wherever your streaming platform. And back in the day, if there was a band that you wanted to hear, and it was only on that soundtrack, it forced you to buy that soundtrack. Like with the Batman Forever, right. it was like, oh, yeah. the U two song is only on this album, so you. There's no way of getting it just as a single, so you had to buy the uh, soundtrack, and that's how you, I, they would sell soundtracks. Genius. This, well, this you could ma- record it off the radio, but whatever. Oh, okay. Like, where's your Casio <laughs> tape deck? And you waited for it to play, and not getting the commercial or the leading going into the song, it's impossible, almost. This might be a whole different conversation if you're, you know, there's between scores and soundtracks, but a score technically still is a soundtrack. Yes. Um, so I'm just going to go well, ahead. That's, not... that's completely different, though, but I agree. Yes. But, but if, if we're if I'm allowed to include those, then I, I would have to include Glory. Um... One of the Glory Glory's maybe the best, my favorite, like, score of any movie. It's a class. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do this, I mean. There's so many of them. You have yeah. That's it's a different. That's a different list. I mean, there's like, there's so many. Like all, all of John Williams. Yep. <laughs> Jurassic yeah. Park is like amazing. You know, like there's Star Wars, obviously Godfather. There's just so many good. You have Last of the Mohicans, Braveheart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can. Still think. haven't seen Braveheart. It's okay. You're not. It's more of the soundtrack. It it gets you going. I, I'm far more offended, Sam, that you think there was only one song from the Top Gun soundtrack. That's bullshit. Because when I think of Top Gun, like I said, I only watched it once or twice in my, like, it's been 20, 30 years, and I just think of uh, Danger Zone. I mean, yeah. I, and and we're forgetting, I, it's, Hugh, I'm, forget, I'm sorry if you, you listed no, no, up no, the no. songs earlier that I, I, 
if you actually name the songs, but I don't remember if you brought it up. But the song that was actually, I'm sure it's on the soundtrack, but is more known from the movie is when they sang the the Righteous Brothers. You lost that love and feeling. Uh, like it, I didn't you know, bring that one it, up. But... In the movie, it's them singing it. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if the actual I don't believe real it version is, actually. Is, is on the soundtrack, but that is a very memorable scene. I'm just saying, like forward, backwards, and like written songs for the movie. Top Gun is one of the best out there. Yes, I I, I I can only hope that the new Top Gun has an equally as good soundtrack. I doubt I it will. It, I, I assume it will not. It won't. So, um, I, when is that uh, even coming uh, out? Did it get bumped to next year? Probably did. I don't think that's going to change anything either. So, like, yeah, for some reason, I just want to punch Miles Teller in the face. He has that face. I I like Miles Teller, but I can understand where you're coming from on that one. And don't get me wrong, I like yeah. him too. Like most of the movies that he's in, I like. I just for some reason he has like a punchable face. It does have it on the soundtrack, by the way. Okay. So. Yeah. Good. Good. Oh, I'm trying to think. Well, well, you know what we didn't bring up or even say once was uh, Saturday Night Fever. Yep. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's I just th- such a specific. I was thinking that. I was, I was thinking that oh. earlier too. Well, I mean it's a musical. Grace is great. Yeah, musical. Uh, well, if we're if we're doing musicals, then obviously Grease Two is oh that, the, that, the that, best. That, Grease is, there was they had a bowling song called "We're Gonna Score Tonight." Uh, I, I mean, one you don't want to sleep on Hamlet Two, with oh, such Rocky, titles Rocky. as "Rock Me, Sexy Jesus," which is "Little Shop of Horrors," just change of dialogue, just for you <laughs> to know. And "You Are as Gay as the Day Is Long" is also on that soundtrack. That's a classic. He's like oh. your cousin in it, right? Steve Coogan? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Brother from a different mother. Also worked yeah, on that one. Seriously. I helped uh, helped on that one. So I, I did like Elizabeth Shue. Oh, Elizabeth Shue playing Elizabeth Shue. She she nailed the role. She, she was did. good. She got it. And she's There's, coming back um, to for Cobra Kai, by the way, in season oh, three. Good. There's nothing else to do, right? Might as well might as well start acting again. Yeah. I but. think she's a great actress. I mean, um leaving Las Vegas is such a great film. Did she win for that one, or was it just Nick Cage? She won. I, and also, she won best supporting. Um, she did. Okay. It's yeah. it's like it goes into the like oh women get Oscars when they play prostitutes like section like you know Monsters Ball Halle Berry you know all that yeah. Stuff. Um, but um, I always watch Adventures in Babysitting like at least once a year. It's classic. And it still it still still stands up. I love Elizabeth Shue so much. Um, she's so good. Nate, you still there? But, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm still there. Sorry, I, I switched off video because I had to look on something on my phone. I'm still here. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure I just saw the big N on the uh, the screen there, which is kind of no. funny and because it, it does this gyrating thing when you talk. Uh, but I mean, we're we're no. at the, we're at that point, anyways, during uh, the show. So it's well, not, no, it's just not it, end of the he, day. He, you mentioned it. Um, the, I wanted to look up a tweet from earlier just because you when you mentioned um, Cobra Kai, right? Um, shit now okay i'm just gonna stay off video um mina kimes mina kimes had a great tweet today where she suggested a cobra kai like series that kind of you know looks looks in on how a group is you know the characters are many years later mm-hmm. but kind of refocuses it like you know cobra kai makes um, johnny look like the good guy and daniel look like the bad guy right um she suggested a series down the road with that features the wet bandits and, oh. Kevin McCa- and, and Kevin McAllister, but it's told from the point of view where the wet bandits were actually the good guys oh, that were to- that were tormented by this young child who tried to murder them. Yeah, he tried to murder them because they were trying to rob his house. That's, 
Rob, a robbery and attempted murder. I don't think Illinois back in 1991 had a stand your ground law. I don't think that was legal. <laughs> I don't think it was legal what that kid was doing to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the thing is, he's, he didn't use weapons. He just used everyday household items. That's what made it great. Uh, uh, Sam, an iron being dropped from the top level on a rope. That's a weapon. That's attempted murder. He, 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 he used he, a blowtorch on them. Blowtorch, he heated up the doorknob. Yeah, that's whatever. Using, that's okay. He was using weapons. No, but he also put like what Legos or marbles or something. That's yeah, normal. It was uh, a yeah. micro micro machines. Micro machines. Oh, micro machines. <laughs> that's so dated. Dude, I mean, Kat, I was thinking about this the other day because I'm like, my name has now become dated. Whereas, like, if I'm like, oh, my name's Huey Lewis, you have to be of a certain age to get that reference. True, I guess. You guess. It's like, you know when someone's not thir- is below 35, they won't get that reference anymore. And even- well, I hope they watch Back to the Future at least. I was going to say, how, do the, how the fuck did we skip Back to the Future? That soundtrack. Oh, shit. Well, there we go. Power of Love. That, yeah. We can end it on that note. Power of Love, Back to whatever the Back, back to in the Time. Back, back in Time. time. I knew oh, it was Back to Oh, we some- could go t- Earth- Terminator Earth 2, guys, with Guns N' Roses. There, there are plenty of ones that we've missed off. So, oh, Young Guns 2, Young Guns 2. Uh, young Guns 2. Blaze of oh. Glory, Blaze of oh. Glory. <laughs> we got it in there, folks. We got it in. We got it. I, they're guaranteed there's someone yelling at, at, at us, being like, why aren't you saying this soundtrack? Blaze of Glory. We oh, need that's Blaze. Oh, wow. That was such a good song. I'm sorry. I was obsessed with it. No, no. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That's good. We got it. We got we got everything in we needed to, I think, today. So. 